0: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. What's up, fools? Uh, welcome to another episode of The Takedown, as always, brought to you by PhoneSoap. Go to PhoneSoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, and uh, you can get 20% off your order also go to quicksash.io for all of your computer troubles. What is up, everybody? Um, doing a solo cast. I was supposed to have a uh, one of the radio dudes on here, um, but you know, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes people's schedules don't work out, and that's perfectly fine. I don't hold it against that fellow. We're doing um, a podcast tomorrow, or. Uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast, you know, this shit might already be done by now. Um, what a week it is, though. It is November the 5th. Uh, the election was Tuesday. Wow. I don't even know what to say, just other than wow. What a week. Um, Yeah, so it's getting pretty weird. So, um, by the way so my brother and i have a podcast called the weekly forecast it's a spotify exclusive we done an episode the other day uh like a live episode during the election right and we were trying to keep up with it and then um after the episode ended the results kind of updated right so i think the entire time we were on the podcast uh had joe uh excuse me had donald trump winning right he was winning uh the uh, um, The Associated Press well then as soon as we finished up and we're like kind of doing some editing and stuff and we're talking Joe Biden ended up pulling ahead um, so now as it stands Joe Biden is leading at 264 to 214 uh, if you don't if you're not from America because I, I know that I have um, somehow <laughs> I have gained uh, an Australian and a New Zealand fan base and for that, I thank you, Usos, very much, um, but I know that like not everybody that listens to this podcast is living in America. Um, I also have a, a very heavily populated, uh, I guess, Mexican uh, fan base or, or fan base from Mexico, so I thank you. Regardless, um, so pretty much, so when we have an American election, um there's the thing, it's called the popular vote and then the electoral college, right? So the popular vote is person to person voting. Each state will turn either red or blue depending on um, like each candidate getting votes, right? So if you're the red candidate and you get the most votes in that state, then the state turns blue. Each state has a separate amount of electoral college uh, points, I guess, right? So it's first person to 270, um, so right now Joe Biden is ahead at 264 however today uh, there's been news that has been breaking that apparently there has been voter fraud happening across the United States uh, in favor of Joe Biden so they're investigating that the last time that this happened was in 2000 uh, George Bush George W Bush excuse me and Al Gore and it took 36 days to resolve because it went to a Supreme Court so I'm assuming we're not gonna know anything uh for about 36 days or potentially even longer uh but that is how the the cookie crumbles sometimes Rome wasn't built today y'all yeah uh so in in other news right because the election is all that anybody has been talking about I know I done um an election episode last week, uh, where my guest, uh, Mike Ballinson, who hosts, um, he hosts the podcast as well, by the way, called Adding Context. Everybody, go check that out. Um, We done the the election episode, and then, of course, the weekly forecast, we ended up doing an election episode, uh, somewhat ironically, because we record every episode on Tuesday, and then they are released the following Tuesday, so this Tuesday just happened to be the election day. I'm absolutely sick of talking about politics, though. Um, Everybody kind of knows where I sit. I'm not Republican or Democrat. I just deeply, truly dislike the, uh, the DNC, and I deeply, deeply dislike Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden however i'm not a trumper i am a hardcore libertarian for the most part i just feel like i feel like i have to put that out there sometimes because i get a lot of messages where people people either call me a hardcore liberal or they call me a hardcore republican which like i don't really understand regardless moving on um i did get a call well actually i got a couple calls Um, And I'm going to address them in one moment. Um, But I do want to take another second to say that no matter how this election pans out, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some shit happening nationwide. Um, Whether it's a full-fledged civil war, whether it's riots, whatever, I just want to advise everybody to stay home, stay safe, and, uh, you know, just be be good Americans, y'all. I it's weird right because on one hand you feel wronged and you feel like fighting for what you believe in you also have to understand that um, there's a greater plan in, in place I guess so whether you think that there's going to be a civil war or whether you think that there's going to be riots or whether you think everything's going to be peaceful just remember to stay cool uh, and if you are going to go riot uh, then you know stay strapped and get clapped I guess Anyways, let's take some calls.
1: Hi, this is Jamie from Virginia, and uh, I think I'm calling for the Takedown for or the Takedown podcast. But this whole week it has been so political, and so much, du- and like just so much ridiculousness is just being spewed from both sides. Like it's kind of getting crazy. And one thing that I keep seeing is like. Biden says, you know, he's going to shut down the oil and gas industries and all this. And an attempt, you know, you know, for environmental conservation. And I agree with that. But, like, I'm from an area where, you know, the coal, like coal was, was such a huge thing here. And now so many towns, like the mines have dried up, like they're, they're in slower production because they have to be because they can't produce more than a certain amount and all this. And it's left a lot of people jobless. And there are some counties here that over 80% of the population in that county is on welfare. And while we need to get away from fossil fuels, need to get away from oil and gases to, you know, keep the planet healthy, I guess my question is what do you think it would look like for them to start shutting down, oil refineries and stuff like that but potentially building you know green renewable sources of energy how do you think that it could transition from those workers these oil workers going from laying pipeline for stuff like this to i don't know hydro building hydroelectric dams windmills solar farms anything i just wonder could there be a plan in place transition to where all these people aren't losing their jobs and we potentially you know employ more people like what do you think that would look like in the future thanks man
0: uh jamie that is an excellent question and i really appreciate the call um i actually know jamie and we grew up in the same uh like the same southwest virginia town we're from the same appalachian mountains like we me and jamie jamie's one of my oldest best friends um Essentially, what he's saying is that the area that we come from is nothing but coal fields and, and slowly but surely, uh, throughout the, the Obama administration, um, coal mines started getting shut down, right. And so Jamie and I had this conversation the other day where the area that we're from was essentially like the epicenter of the, I guess the meth epidemic and the, uh, the opioid epidemic. Right, so back in the early 2000s, or excuse me, late 2000s to early 2010s, right, uh, Southwest Virginia was absolutely annihilated with a drug epidemic, right? Everybody was getting hooked on it. Um, talking about meth, but, you know, pre- pre- prescription pain pills. Sorry, I, I, you know, got a little, little tongue tied uh, Prescription pain, pain pills uh, are definitely involved too, but a lot of people were getting hooked on meth. And it just really ravaged our community, uh, right? Where there's some uh, some towns still around Southwest Virginia where every member of the town is on some sort of government assistance. Um, just just blowback from these mines shutting down, right? So you got to think these people are losing their jobs, and this is all they've ever done. This is all their daddies have ever done. This is all their grandpas have ever done. They have nowhere else to go. Um. And there's hundreds, thousands of these guys who are now searching for jobs. So all these low-level, entry-level jobs are being taken up. So now these guys have families, um, and they were living very comfortably. Now they're not, right? So this, this right here is causing a lot of depression. These guys are getting hooked on drugs. Um, the town that we're from specifically, I don't want to out it super, super hard, but it is essentially uh, like, a buy, like a buy-through town. So you can go from um, like you can go from Northeast Tennessee through Virginia through the portion that we're from, straight into Boone, North Carolina, and then into Charlotte without ever really touching an interstate, right. So it's a lot of truckers. Um, so our area just got absolutely smashed by drugs, right? And a lot of it was because of um, the mines being shut down and, and people losing their jobs, right? So, I can't help but think, and, and Jamie had the same uh, kind of ideology that I have, I can't help but think that if they end fracking, like, which is what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are talking about, you're going to start getting a lot more of these situations, right? You could be looking at the second largest, or maybe even the largest drug epidemic in America. Uh, just from all these, the, the fracking, um, the oil refiner being shut down, I mean, it's, it's very scary when you think about it. However, we need to do something, right? We can't keep destroying earth, right? I've been saying for a while I hate and see I'm like involved in the oil and gas industry, right? And I still hate what it does to the commuter, excuse me, to the environment. Um I hate deforestation like I'm I'm like a hardcore hippie, right? But I understand that these are jobs and people need these jobs. So I think that when you talk about transitioning transitioning over to um, hydro, or you you transition to nuclear power. You need some sort of program, right? If you're going to end fracking, you need some sort of program where um, where these guys are losing their jobs. Yes, but they're also being put into some sort of trade school where they're they're being taught this this next phase of their life. If that makes sense, right? You're you're essentially let's say you're going to take this guy from an oil rig and you're going to put him into a nuclear uh, like a nuclear power plant, right? So you transition him, right? Put him in the school, teach him this new trade that he needs. Show him all the tools he needs, give him all the knowledge. Right? Don't just leave these guys hanging. That's I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Don't leave these guys hanging. That would be a true tragedy like in itself. And that's a lot of what happened to the coal miners like back where we're from. Um, is they they got left hanging and then it just kind of uh you know, shit just kinda of went south. And that's it, kinda of how it happens sometimes, but you don't want to see that happen again because we're still dealing with the blowback from that the the math epidemic. Uh, but thank you for the call, Jamie. Love you brother. And uh yeah, I hope that I hope I mean me and you talked about this the other day, but I hope that kinda of answered some questions. Um, I also got a, I got a message actually on Twitter um, from a, a female, I, so let me just back up, this this female done a, uh, like a Twitter giveaway, right, and so I, I think I called a fight, like pretty pretty well spot on, um, or maybe I guessed the number, something, anyways, her at is let me live, bruh, right, and uh, super cool chick. Uh, Dustin Poirier fan, right, I, she ended up sending me a Dustin Poirier shirt, so thank you for the shirt, um, she called and left a very awkward voicemail and then immediately uh, regretted it, so she ended up messaging me her question, and her question was, uh, if Trump loses, how will Colby Covington uh, save his image, right, because Colby Covington is very uh, MAGA everything, Right, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. Colby is very in it to win it. Um I see this going two different ways, right? I see Colby sticks with the gimmick and continuously continuously yells about voter fraud, election fraud. He uh completely just rips into liberal America and keeps up the the MAGA stick or um, I see him maybe shutting up just a little bit. Um, and maybe just letting his fighting do the talking. to I me. Mean, Colby Covington is a world class fighter easily on any given day could dethrone Kamaru Usman, in my opinion and their fight. I think Colby was actually winning when he, when he got stopped. Um, so I think any given day he could be the best welterweight on the planet. um, I've I've said it for a while. He needs to let the fighting do the the talking for him. However, it is a, it is like a shtick. Like it's a it's a character. Sometimes he crosses this boundary where I get a little uncomfortable. <laughs> right, like like he says some really reckless shit sometimes. Um, in particular, the one more reckless thing that I can recall is, uh welterweight or former welterweight champion and ufc hall of famer matt hughes was struck by a train and um after colby beat robbie lawler who is a matt hughes uh disciple right um colby said some reckless shit about like a train and matt hughes or something i can't even really recall exactly what it was um but colby says some off the wall reckless shit sometimes and as much as I hate that, I also, like, I kind of like that he, he does that because he's playing the heel, right? And so Conor McGregor kind of did it. Uh, Nate Diaz kind of does it every now and then. You know what I mean? Like, Henry Cejudo tried and, and failed at it, but you have these guys in mixed martial arts who are taking notes from the WWE world, right? In WWE, you always had this, really, uh, this really good kind of white knight kind of guy, you know, the knight in shining armor and then you always had the heel right whether it be like the undertaker kane uh i remember mankind you know mick foley um you always had some sort of uh heel though to you know it's good versus evil you know wrong versus right whatever and colby does that very well because he knows people are going to tune in uh, just to see him hopefully get beat right is the the mentality right um to answer your question though I, I'm i not sure I think he probably sticks with it I can't really see Colby being very humble but you know one should hope but I don't you know I'm not really seeing it coming alright next caller uh, yeah
1: this is Gerald I was wondering what the dress code for the new American Civil
0: War was I'm very glad you asked Gerald thank you for the call uh, it's Crocs and Glocks baby I'll camo everything. That is one hundred percent. Um I need some I need some crocs. Right? So if anybody's listening, y'all want to send me some Crocs, definitely definitely hit your boy up because I'll take some free Crocs. Um however I'm just gonna go buy some. But those camo crocs, shit, dude. You flip the little thing to the back, you know what I think everybody calls that like four by four mode? You know, four wheel drive? Shit, dude. I'll rock those. I'll rock those all winter, dude. And, you know they got some with like fur inside of them. Um which I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of. I actually have some Uggs for men. Um and I really enjoy them. They got the fur on the inside. Tom Brady wears Uggs, okay? I'm going to go ahead. I I've, I've defended this this statement a couple times on the podcast. Tom Brady wears Uggs, okay? I think I'll be okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean like like, if it was, uh, you know, let's say, like, some Dolce & Gabbana, right? I can't really justify that. You know, I'm not a swimsuit model. Uh, you know, my year-long tan is, like, Native American. I don't get it from, like, a beach in Maui or South Beach. Um, but, you know, Uggs, you know, Uggs are, you know, they're unisex. Sometimes they're unisex. You got to be real careful. Uh, but crocs crocs are forever man crocs are unisex they're comfortable they're lightweight you can run in them you can walk on ice in them you can walk on water and not worry about you know slip and falls which if you're somebody that uses a lot of public restrooms you know that would be a big fear It's like a slip and fall in a public restroom that's like one of the one of the main areas you don't want to slip and fall in I remember I was uh I was like 12 years old one time and I went to the bathroom at Walmart and I seen somebody's dentures up on the sink. And I'll never forget that. So don't catch a slip and fall on the Walmart. That's all I'm trying to say. <sighs> I've had a migraine all day. I uh I didn't think I was actually going to do a podcast tonight because I had a migraine all day. And well and my guest canceled on me kind of earlier in this morning. He didn't cancel. He rescheduled, right? I'm going to give that gentleman all the love in the world. Really cool gentleman. Uh, he rescheduled kind of early. And I was like, all right, sweet. I had a migraine. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do a solo episode because I'm starting to like these episodes. Right? Aren't you? <laughs> Aren't you, as I say to probably five people right now? Don't you love these episodes? It feels like we're having a conversation, doesn't it? Like it's just me and you, you know, you're riding down the road. I'm just kind of like, you know, chatting shit in your ear. And you're just kind of taking it all in. You know, you'll laugh every now and then, huh? But then the sad realization comes that you can't hang up on me right now because we're truly not on the phone. I think I just broke the fourth wall for a moment. That was kind of weird for both of us. Uh, what else is new? getter just put out a brand new ep and uh it's low-key fire i'm not gonna lie it's called napalm there's a song on it called adhd super good i really like it ariana grandy put out a new album called positions and boy she got nasty damn she got nasty r.i.p to mac miller man Anytime I think of Ariana Grande, I think of Mac Miller. I think I have, like, a certain little bit of respect and love for Ariana Grande just because I'm such a Mac Miller fan. Um, But her new album actually is pretty good. As, like, a guy who's not generally, like, a fan of, like, that kind of shit, uh, I tuned in, I listened, you know, because I'm always looking for, like, Mac Miller, you know, little, you know, little nods to Mac. Um, But, you know, I... I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the position album. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it's a pretty good album. Pretty good album. I liked it, at least. I uh, I don't know if anybody heard that a moment ago. I think that might have been hopefully a firework outside, but we live in Florida so you can never be so sure. But yeah, this uh this Ariano Grande album pretty sweet. I liked it. Uh there's a song it's called la 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 la, la 34 plus 35. Which, uh, you know, if you do the math, that's 69. Let's go ahead and have a laugh. Anyways, uh, it's a really good song. I like another song called 630, which, fun fact, Mac Miller has an unreleased song called 630. Just, you know, in case you were wondering. Um, and then there's a song with a uh, Ty Dollar Sign called Safety Net. It's really good, too. Um, I've been listening to this, this Jelly Roll album. I don't know if anybody else listens to Jelly Roll. Uh, it's called Self-Medicated. And I've never listened to this dude before this album. I heard the song "Johnny in June," and that was like the very first Jelly Roll song I heard. Uh, But it's full of like really good songs, and he has like a really good southern, um, like a southern style to like his rap. It's not like country rap because I highly dislike country rap. Country rap, (laughs) I highly dislike country rap. But this Jelly Roll album is pretty sweet. Uh, It's got a song called "House of Cards," is really good. "Dance with Ghosts." And of course, Johnny and June and another song called Save Me. And I really enjoyed them, I guess. Wow. Man, solo episodes are kind of awkward because I don't have a guest to like riff off of. And I don't have, um, yeah. Let me tell you a story. One time, uh, me and three of my cousins had a bottle rocket war. Right, where you like light a bottle rocket and then you shoot it at each other. And I was telling this story to a friend of mine the other day because um, we were doing something and he stepped in like a briar patch, like you know, like thistles or whatever, and they they were like kicking his ass. And I was like, oh, me and my cousins used to pick these up and hit each other with them. And he was like, yo, I don't think you guys are normal. And then I started thinking, I was like, yeah, I don't like, I really don't think me and my cousins were normal because we would do like you know the bottle rocket. Uh, sometimes I remember one time I was playing my cousin in darts and he was kicking my ass. And when he went to go pull the darts off the board, I threw one and put it right in the back of his leg. Just to kind of, you know, just to kind of say, hey, you know, I'm here. I I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm here. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to hit your cousin with a dart. There ain't nothing, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Wow, this podcast is so random already. Um I had another thing that I wanted to talk about, and it's kinda of, it's deeply personal, so you guys might like it or you might hate it. The fact that Halloween just happened, right? Halloween is barely over. And you guys are jumping straight into Christmas. If I have to hear that stupid Mariah Carey song every single day like we did last year and the year before, and the year before, I'm gonna explode. Okay? First off, y'all are forgetting about Thanksgiving, which is bullshit. Thanksgiving has some of the best food. It's some of the best times. You know what I mean? You have Thanksgiving uh, breakfast. Then you have Thanksgiving lunch. Then you have a Thanksgiving dinner. You got football. You got family. If you drink, you know, you got alcohol. I'm on a sober kick right now. I've been doing... Uh, some online, I've been doing some Zoom AA meetings, and they're actually really fun. And if anybody would like to, I, I shouldn't say fun; they're very um, they're very helpful. Not that I was like a hardcore alcoholic or anything, but you know, sometimes just being in a group setting and talking about you know talking about life sometimes it helps it helps a lot of people. It helps me. Um, if you would like to get involved in those, definitely shoot me a message, um, and I will hook you up. And I'll bring you into the Zoom AA world. Regardless, um, you know, Thanksgiving, if you, if you like Thanksgiving, you know, then you're probably super pumped for this month. If you're one of those people that don't really care, then you're looking at it as extended Christmas. And that's not what this is. This is Thanksgiving, okay? This is November. You know what November means in French? I don't either. But it probably doesn't mean forget about Thanksgiving. Okay, that's all I'm saying. This podcast is so random, I don't even know if I'm going to publish this shit, because we've been on for 27 minutes now, and I've just rambled about, I don't even remember now, truthfully, if you want me to be 100% honest, I don't even remember. But yeah, I, uh, I went to a party one time, and I was supposed to be the designated driver among my friends. And when we got there, there was a group of people talking about doing butt drugs, which if you've not heard of butt drugs, it's drugs that people have definitely stored in their body, and now they're not in the body anymore, and now they're going to ingest them, and I just thought this was the grossest thing I've ever heard of, right? But the people I was with, they decided to do these butt drugs, and uh, I was I was like, well, we're definitely not leaving, so I, I you know I got pretty drunk. Gosh, this has been years ago. I was still living uh, in Virginia. Um, So I got pretty drunk, and then I passed out. And I woke up the next morning very confused. Um, And I just grabbed a pair of sweatpants off the floor and put them on. And I drove back from North Carolina to Virginia uh, with some sweatpants that said, Baby girl on the ass. Um... And you know, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. You know, my friends wanted to do butt drugs. You know, I got a little, I ain't gonna lie, I got a little mad. I was hatefully drinking. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, yo, you don't know what that is that you're taking. You know, if somebody tells you that you're taking, uh, you know, uh, a Molly, you just popped a Viagra accidentally. You know what I mean? Or, uh. You know, maybe somebody tells you they got some some Adderall. You know, they're really giving you a Xanax. You know, you think you're going up, you're actually coming really down. You know, you just never know. You can never trust people that put things in their butt for, uh, you know, as like a a purse or like a wallet, you know. And truthfully, I didn't even need the sweatpants, right? I think that was partly hateful on my behalf too Uh, because I slept in basketball shorts that I had on underneath my blue jeans. You know, because this has been such a long time ago, you know, it was cool for everybody to wear, you know, basketball, you know, shorts underneath your jeans in case a game of like 21 just broke out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were living in a time where, uh, you know, like the story mode on like an NBA 2K could come real at any time. And, you know, you just got to throw down with your with your boys at the park, you know. So, you know, I was just kind of being spiteful and just, you know, I was like, whatever, these sweats, I'm taking them taking them me and uh me and a couple friends i because so when i used to wrestle for uh like when i used to wrestle in my high school we used to have this thing where if we would go to a school uh you know for a wrestling tournament and they you know that school's hoodie was in the locker room we would just take one you know so we had like a collection of like all the schools in the county and like all the schools uh that we would travel to you know we always had like a shirt or like a hoodie or something from that school and that's a hard habit to break you know so every now and then you find a cool pair of sweats or like a cool you know a cool uh pair of basketball shorts whatever you know so i woke up this next morning i was like hey pair of sweats shit i'm in and uh yeah baby girl yeah i don't know who they were i woke my buddy up i said hey come on and i had them in my hand, and then I just put them on. You know, walked out really, really casually, as if uh, said baby girl wouldn't notice that I'd stole her sweats. You know, which ultimately, you know, nobody noticed. But yeah, I was pretty pissed. My friends, uh, my friend, I didn't talk to my friends the whole way home, and then I made him buy me a McDonald's. You know, solidarity. Does anybody else get in those really anti-social moods? Where, like, you want to talk to people, but you don't want to talk to people. Does that make sense? I feel like I've been like that lately. Like, outside of, like, the podcast or, like, jiu-jitsu. Like, I just really, like, I like talking to people. I like interacting and, and you know, I like hearing about other people's day or, like, conversing about the day. But here lately, I've just not wanted to do that. Um, yeah, my family went to Disney uh Last weekend. A lot of fun. Disney's really cool. Uh, we went for Brooke's birthday. Super, super cool place. I love, you know, like I said, I love Disney. I love Orlando. Um, I think being around all those people, though, because there are so many people there and, and, you know, everybody's wearing masks. And it's just, it's very, it's weird. Right? It's so weird being in public now and you just see everybody around you wearing masks. It's just so awkward to me it's just like I had this realization while we were in uh, Orlando and then I had it earlier today when I was in a gas station waiting in line it's just like it's almost like post-apocalyptic just standing somewhere and seeing a crowd of people and they're all just wearing face coverings and masks it's just so weird and I think like after being around all those people in Orlando um, I just like got, like, a little touch, like, a low-key touch of, like, the antisocial because I was around so many people. Um, which is always, like, uh, I don't know. I don't like crowds, but I do at the same time, if that makes sense. I like being in a group. Would probably, like, if I'm in a group with, like, let's say, like, three, you know, three or more people, you know, perfectly fine. When I'm in, like, a crowd... Uh, you know, I, I highly dislike that Um, you know, we went to Rolling Loud in 2018, it was uh myself and three other people and that's cool, because I'm in a large group like a large crowd, but I you know, I've got my own little group that I can fall back on you know, and even being in Disney, you know, there's there was me, Brooke, and then we had Sadie you know, so then, you know, there's you know, there, I guess three of us in this large crowd of people but still it made me super antisocial, like like, just being around all those people, it just makes you feel weird. Like, super weird, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how, I, like, what I'm even trying to describe anymore. I really, I have no idea where I'm even, like, the direction that I'm going, because I, I started off by saying I didn't want to talk about politics, and then I started talking about politics. And now we've kind of, like, graduated from that to now I'm just, like, rambling. Right? Um, if you enjoyed this little mini episode, then you know, thanks for listening. If not, then uh, you know, you didn't. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Hey, me and my brother started a new podcast. It's a Spotify exclusive. It's called the Weekly Forecast. The link will be in this podcast bio as long as or as well as The links to Phone Soap, Future Kimonos, Quick Sesh, and Game Up. Uh, Remember, as always, this podcast is brought to you by PhoneSoap.com. Use the code TAKEDOWN and by QuickSesh.io. Yeah, I think I'm done rambling for a little bit. We answered a couple calls. Nice little 35-minute episode. Wasn't too, too bad. I didn't ramble that bad. I didn't make an ass of myself. Um, So, yes. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. I have a guest coming in tomorrow. I'm super excited about it. And then uh, look forward to some new episodes over the weekend potentially as well. Uh, So, as always, uh, signing off. Thanks.